Okay, good morning everyone. Welcome to the Life and Torah of Our Leaders. Tuesday mornings live at 11.30 with First Seder Bismedrish. First Seder Bismedrish has a full program, live, shiurim, interactive shiurim. <coughs> Check them out at firstsederbismedrish.org or email Rabbi Greenspan um, at Rabbi Greenspan at First Seder Bismedrish. Um, a special welcome to our Torah Anytime viewers and listeners who are Be'ez Hashem, be joining the Shir. Uh, Shurim for Chaydesh Cheshvan have been sponsored by my family, the Gross, Londoner, and Newman families, Lila Nishmas, Reb Aryeh ben Reb Tzvi, Mr. Aryeh Newman, whose yard site was Anvav Cheshvan, and Lila Nishmas, my mother-in-law, Shalom Hindabash Molakayan, whose yard site was Zion Cheshvan. So we are going to talk today about Reb Itzel of Velazhener, the son of Reb Chaim Velazhener. <clears throat> we did the Gra, then Reb Chaim Velazhener, and now we go the next generation to Reb Itzel Velazhener, who was Nifter on Chav Vav Iyer Tov Reish Tes. Of course, I forgot to record. And we're talking about Reb Itzel Velazhener, who was Nifter Chav Vav Iyer Tov Reish Tes, 1849. Reb was born in Velazhen, in the year Tuf Kuf Mem, 1780, and it was a little bit after his grandfather, Reb Chaim's father, Reb Yitzchak, was Nifter, and he was named after him. He learned Torah by his father, <coughs> it seems, most of his life. At the age of 10, they say a story that his father brought him to the Vilna Gain, and the Gain at that time was bothered by a question that there's nothing that Chazal tell us that is, doesn't have a remez in the Torah, and he was bothered by Chazal tell us that Hashem made a tnai with the Yamsuf, that it would split when necessary. Where is there a remez in the Torah to this tnai? So Rabitzel answered as a 10 year old boy. He said, it says in Parshas Bereshis, Yikavu Hamayim El let all the water gather to one place. And the dry land will be seen. He said, those words, Viserai Abosha, seem to be um, <coughs> extra, superfluous. Once all the water is moved to one place, so of course there's dry land. So Zakhtar Bitsula, that it's coming to tell us that even where the water is now, there's going to be a time in history that this place where the water is, Viserai Hayabosha, you'll be able to see dry land. And this was a remez to the Yams of splitting. When the guy heard this, he said, I am assured, move to Chaniboy, I'm assured that this child will be a Darshan Gadol be Yisrael. Will be a big Darshan in Kla Yisrael. Now, <clears throat> it's well known that his father wanted him to continue the yeshiva. And they say that when, his fa- when they lay the cornerstone, we talked about this last week, <coughs> of the Valajan yeshiva, he, while he was crying, he said, I am putting into these foundations my son Rebitzel. Meaning to say that I'm um, ingraining in these foundations my son Rebitzel, that he should be a part of the yeshiva. And as we said last week in the Akdam of Nefesh Achayim, the Rebitzel writes that the thing that my father commanded me, in the day he was nifter, to strengthen myself with all of my power, to strengthen his yeshiva, that the Torah should not be removed from the yeshiva. So, <coughs> after Reb Chaim was nifter, the yeshiva fell on the shoulders of Reb Itzala, as the Nachlas David, 
the Talmud of Reb Chaim said, and his husband and Reb Chaim, and with this we hope to be comforted, that our Rebbe left after us a bracha, number one, the yeshiva, the one who's sitting on his chair, even when Reb Chaim was alive, um, Reb Itzel was already someone who was coming in and coming out. He was the one who taught halacha to the Bnei Yeshiva, even while Reb Chaim was alive. And now this job is going to be on his shoulders. So this is, <coughs> Itzel was seen as the continuation of Reb Chaim in running the Yeshiva. Rebitzah himself was very much tied and connected and bound up with his father, Ba'ava Uviyira, with love and with fear. Like he writes in the Hakdamat and Evishachayim, Iramanaichim Lahavi bin Laharik Darke Tairasi Bitsikasi. He says, I'm a nothing to uh, try to understand and to um to um qualify the ways of his Tyr and his Sitkis, and my position is not to try to figure him out, so to speak, or even to teach him to others. I'm not one who's able to do that. Now, <clears throat> we'll see a couple of examples how Rabitzala was so connected to his father. It's well known, and we spoke about this in the Shira on the Shagas Arye a while ago, the Psak in Velozhin, based on the Shagas Arye, in a certain type of treif on an animal, where the Beis Yosef says it's kosher, and the Ramah says it's treif, the Shagazari Paskin, like the Beis Yosef, was kosher. After the Shagazari left Velazhin, and Rebbe Fal Hamburger was the Rav of the region, he was Machmer. Later on, when the Shagazari came through Velazhin, like we mentioned last week, is when he was taught to Rebbe Chaim Velazhin as, as a young man. So they asked him again, the Shail, and he left. He said, what do you mean? I was already matter to you. I don't have to worry about Rebbe Fal being Machmer. It's, 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 it's mutter. And that's how Reb Chaim was also noyigin velajin, Reb Chaim velajiner, to be matir like the Beis Yosef. Why? Ki mipiv. This is in a letter, as we'll see in a moment. The Rabbani Velazhin wrote to the Rabbani Vilna in the time of Reb Itzala being the Rav. And they said Reb Chaim did that because he heard it mipiv. He heard it from the Shakasarye. Like I said, it was probably when he was there um, passing through and he stayed in his house for a few weeks, as we mentioned last week. However, they write in the letter to the Chachme Vilna, that even though Reb Chaim Velazhener, um, <coughs> even though Reb Chaim Velazhener did not uh, a pasuk like that Velazhen in other places, um, he did not. He was not moderate. In other words, in Velazhen, out covered for the Shagazarye, he was mekel. In other places, he went with the Ramon, he was machmer. And Adaraba, anyone who was matter in other places, he got upset at them. And in fact, there's a Sefer on Yaradeya called Aderis Alios in Simen Lamates there, Sivkatan Chafalif in the Makar Chayim, which is one of the Pirushim on the side there. He says, Vishamati mitalmad echot shalagrach. I heard from one of the Talmidim of Chaim Velazhener that Kolzman, his Rebbe, was in Velazhen Atzmai, Hayamachshir. But what time he was in a different city in the city of Baxt, Vihitrif Kedivar Ramah, and Reb Chaim Paskin Lechumra, and he made a trave like the Ramah. So now, in the, once Reb became the Rav, so there was a big tumult what to do now. And in this letter that the Rabbanim of, Vil, of Velazhin wrote to the Rabbanim of Vilna, was signed by a number, number of Rabbanim of Velazhin, they say like this, 
They write, At the end of his life of Ruchayim Velazhner, he told the Shaykhtim of the Kihila that he is going to command his son afterwards not to go with this heter. And he even said to his son that he plans on telling him about this Indian of not going Leheter anymore. But they write, But now he was Nifter, and we don't find that he eventually commanded anyone. There was no Tzavah. So, We're like a, a we're like left like a, a sail on the top of a mountain, which is like waving around. Why? Now the Rabitzel became the Rav of Volazhin. And Rabitzel doesn't know what to do. He doesn't want to say it's Mutter, but he doesn't want to say it's Asr. Now we see why. Because he doesn't want to do anything against his father's will. So on one hand, his father was Mater. But on the other hand, it seems that his father planned on saying, we shouldn't continue the Heter. So to say it's Mutter, he doesn't want to. Maybe his father changed. To say it's Asr, he can't because his father was always Mater it. And this was his minig when he was alive too, to give him to be noig such covet. Now the whole city is in a tumult. No one knows what to do. We're confused. Because this case is very common. And the hefsid maruba bezet. also a very big hefsid. And the Rav doesn't want to pass in one way or the next. So they wrote to Rabbani Vilna what to do and such, what, what they should do. So you see clearly this how Rebitzel is covered for his father. He didn't want to change. Now I just want to point out something that this is very interesting. Because if you remember in the Shir on the Arach HaShulchan, and that's one of the Shirim I printed in the Kuntris, the Life and Torah of Our Leaders, uh, the Arach HaShulchan in Hilchus Shreifus writes that the Minigan of Vardik was also to be Mater, like Velazhin, because the Galia Masechta, who was the Rav in Vardik, was a Talmud of Chaim Velazhiner, and he went with the Minigan of Velazhin. So it's very interesting to me, because if we're saying now that Reb Chaim was only Mater in Velazhin, and in other places he was Machmer, it's interesting that his Talmidim, or at least one Talmud, um, took the minig of Elazhin with him to Navardic, and that became the minig of Elazhin, so much so that Archashulchan continued that minig, based on the minig of Elazhin, it's just a very interesting thing um, to, uh, to, to see. Okay, another fa- thing we find is Reb Chaim Velazhner did not re- try, very, uh, try not, not to give haskamas to, um, to current svarim that were new svarim. And um, in the Sefer Avodah Tama, Rebitzel writes, Ach ma'ase indonim yefcher lavo al gidre me'aba marizal. He says, what should I do? I cannot write askama because it can't be over on the gedarim of my father, afkimalinima, even any small amount, the width of a thread. Um, so this was, you know, a couple of examples where we see how kosher he was, how connected he was, and continuing the ways of his father. Um, it seems that this point is when he changed the name of the yeshiva, Eitz Chaim. I said last week, one of the... I don't remember who it was that I was reading from, and he said that he was in the Eitz HaChayim, and I said the name of the yeshiva was Eitz Chayim, so I think whichever Talmud of the, uh, was writing that, I think it was maybe Moshe Katzen Alambogan, I don't remember, um, so I think he was using it as a play on words, that he was Nana from Reb Chaim Velazhner Eitz HaChayim, but eventually Reb actually changed the name of the yeshiva to Eitz Chayim, named after Reb Chaim Velazhner. Now when it comes to the Sidri HaYeshiva, 
If you remember last week, Rabbi Chaim Velazhner gave a shir to Balabatim in Chumash and the parsha every single day. This is Rabitzel um, continued the shir, but in the yeshiva. If you remember, the Nitziv also gave in the yeshiva. So he gave a Chumash shir after davening in the yeshiva. And this, like his Talmud, Reb Simcha Edelman. Reb Simcha Edelman was the father of the Marcheshes. In his Sefer, Hatira, she writes, Nehira Havina Bar I remember when I was 16 years old, Lamadi Bikayitz Tovkov Tzadizayin. I learned in the summer of Tovkov Tzadizayin, 1837, And Rabbi Yitzchuk would say every day after Shacharis, <coughs> Parsha on the Torah from the Parsha's Hashavua. Now, <clears throat> his Talmud, one of Rebitzel's big Talmudim was Rebel Yechayim Meisel. Meisel. Rebel Yechayim Meisel was um, the Rav of Lodge from the Gedoli Adar. And it's interesting, Rebel Yechayim was born Tes Sivan, Tov Kuf, Pei Aleph. Now, Reb Chaim Velozhin was Nifter Yud Dalit Sivan Tov Kuf Aleph. So he was born five days before Reb Chaim was Nifter. So his bris was right after Reb Chaim's Petira. And therefore he was named Elio after the Vilna Gain and Chaim after Reb Chaim Velozhiner. So in his Askama to Pek Kadosh, Reb Sefer An Chumish, he writes, I remember those days when I was standing in front of the Rav when I was young. And I'm able to see in front of me the like the um the the fire that would uh, the flames of fire that would shoot out of his mouth um when he would speak. Obviously it's not literally flames of fire, but it was a certain regesh that you were able to see um and feel at this chumashir. In the Sefer of Moshe Shmuel Vidairai, um <clears throat> that we also mentioned once in the Archashulchan share. He says there that it was well known that Rabbi Yechai Maizu used to say that the reason he was Zoycha to more Chachma more than his other friends is because he heard the Chumashir of his Rabbi, Rabbi Tzalah. Rabbi Yosef Slutzker, who was a Talmud of the Rabbi Chaim Velazhener, but in his Hespit on Rabbi Tzal, he writes, How beautiful it is, the uh, taste and the smell of this Apple tree, referring to Rebitzelah, B'tayrasai, Uvichachmasai, Uvidrashoisav Aniimim, and his pleasant drashas, Livnei Yeshivasai, that he gave to the Bnei Yeshiva, Vanshe Irai, and to the people of the city, Okilas Acherim, and to other Kilois as well, as we will see. One of those who, they, they don't call him a Talmud, they call someone who heard the Shir, his name was Reb Kupernik, so he wrote about it, he says, Adayoyim Leeshkach, Rikshas Oynik, till today I can't, I can't forget the, the feeling of pleasure. Someone who didn't see the face of Rebitzel, whose face looked like a Malach Aleikim. And anyone who never heard him speak, is not able to even conjure to himself the, 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 this, the pleasantness, this spiritual pleasantness and the emotions of Lev Tar Shabar Lekim seem to be some type of maimed of hearing Rebitzela speak. It's interesting, the, the same Lashainas were used about the Nitziv, um, hearing his Shire Chumash. Now, um, there were times that he used to be in Vilna, Lutzerich HaKlal, excuse me, a few times a year, in fact, in Vilna, who, did never, who didn't have a Rav, 
um, from the time of that Machlaikas with the Vilna Gain, the time of the Rabbanis over there, there was no more Rabbanim, they used to call Rabitzla the Rav. In other words, not the Velazhin, the Rav, the Rav. They used to call him the Rav. So he used to be there for Shabbos a few times a year, and he would darshan to a Lefnei Kal Gadol, in front of a big gathering, his Joshes, his explanation on Alatayra. And they and they describe me from all the corners of this big city. They would come to um, <coughs> to hear his chumashurim. Now the pek kadosh that we have is not something he wrote. It's Rishimas of Talmidim. It's from the notes of Talmidim. In fact, it was put out. The first time it was put out was only Breishis and Shmais um, from his Talmidim later on, not long ago, maybe twenty years ago, maybe more. And more recently, they got together more, and they uh, and they put out um, what we have today, Pek Kadosh Alatayra. Now, <clears throat> another sefer that Rebitzel has is called Mili Da'avas, Amper Ke'avas, and in the uh, Shabbat it says, Mashadarish Mide Shabbos B'Shavatah Lifnei Talmidav, this is what he darshaned every Shabbos in front of his Talmidim, Hagoyinim Agedoylim, and also it's not his own um, writing, it's from the notes from the Ksav Yad of Rabbi Yosef Slutzker, who again was really a Talmud of Chaim Velazhenar, but he also was close to Rebitzel, and Marthe Gimbel, who was the Rav in Rajanai or something like that, and Shekosvu Mimashasham of Piv, they heard it from him on Shabbos and they wrote it down. So again, this is not a sefer that he actually wrote, it's from his, from his Talmidim. It's similar to what Rav Chaim Velazhenar also gave on Pirkei but the difference is Ruach Chaim on, on, on Pirkei Ovis from Chaim Velazhenar, you basically go through mission after Mishnah and you have Pshatim. Mili Diavis is mostly focuses on the first Mishnayas in each parak, and he would ask a bunch of questions, usually the first Mishnah, and they would build a whole long Jerusha on it. And um, on most of the Prakim, it has two Jerushas on the same first few Mishnayas. It seems year after year he would say different uh, Mahalchim. And obviously it can't be all uh, in- encompassing. It was from two different Talmidims, Kisve Yadis, from the short time that they were there. And if he did this his whole 20 odd years as Rosh Hashiva, I'm sure there were much more um, Shiurim. Now, what about his Shiurim in the Yeshiva on, on Gemara Ashitaisvis? <coughs> so now, it's Pasha to us, it's clear to us that Rabitzel was a Goyen Matayra. In the Haskamat and Nefesh Achayim, Rabbi Abraham Abli writes, Harav, Hamar, Agadol, Hacharif, Ubaki, Hamifursam. And many Gedalim wrote such titles about him. They say over there, Yosef Slutzker once told him Chaim Berlin and said the Oilam didn't really understand or recognize who your Zayda was. They thought he was called, a, they thought he was, the Lashon was a Chacham HaKailo. Meaning he was a astute, smart person. As we'll see, because he was very Isaac and Askanis, and that's how people knew him. He says, but I can be made on him that he was a Baki Bishas Vitoisvis. Now, it would seem that he left over Ksavim of Ishurim. How do we know that? Because in the Akdama of Ruach Chaim, from Chaim Velazhenar, so um, his son, meaning Rabitzel's son, writes, that he wants to print to put out the the Torah that they left over after them of Ubenai, father and son, whose father and son, Moran Zakeni, Reb Chaim Velazhenar, Mar Abba, and afterwards uh, my, um, uh, my father, the depth of Halacha Lasuke Shmaitza. So it sounds like there were Savim, not only from Chaim Velazhner, but from Abitzel as 
well. We have a couple of tshuvas in halacha in the beginning of Merayim Yisadr from the Nitziv, Chelek Hay, there's a tshuva over there, Binyan Chadash, and I saw somewhere else they caught another tshuva in a different sefer that I wasn't able to locate, but there are uh, very, very uh, one or two tshuvas for halacha around. Now what happened to everything? So we're not really sure, but Nagdama Duchut HaMeshulash, which we mentioned last week, the tshuvas are Rechai Velazhenar, there, his Masbir over there, the one who put it out, Einikol, he writes that the reason why there's so little of Reb Chaim Velazhener's Ksavim is because there was a fire in Velazhen in Tavko Fayin Hay, and it burnt up a lot of things. And he says, Vigamish Nas Tafresh Chavay, and then there was another one in Tafresh Chavay, Hoysir Lamachelesesh, Venisrefu Aksavim Asher Neisharu Mishine Asrefa Rishayna. And the Ksavim that had been saved from the first fire were burnt now. Where were these Ksavim of Rabchaim Velazhener? Asher Yimunachim and Kisve Kadshay Shaladayni Zikni Maritzal. That they were together with the Ksavim of Maizeida Reb Itzel. So it sounds like Rebitzel had Ksavim that were burnt and they were destroyed. That's what it sounds like. And Mamela, we don't have any Ksavim. That's the conclusion. Now, Reb Daiv Elyach, he brings a letter that Reb Elio Aaron Milikovsky, who was a Rav, I think, in Tel Aviv at the end of his life. I have a, a copy of the letter here. In, in, in Yafo, in Tel Aviv, he was a rabbi in Europe, in Kharkov, before that, and he was a Talmud of the Nitziv. And he wrote a letter to Rameir Barilan when he wrote his Sefer, I think, Mivalajan Ad Yerushalayim, and he said over there, there were no Ksavim left over from Rabitzala, so he wrote him a letter and he said he's making a mistake. He said, you should know, it was well known in Velazhin that there was a great-grandchild of Rabitzel who had it in his basement, many big bags full of kisveyadas of Rebchaim Velazhin and Rabitzel, and he never let anyone see them. And what happens over time when you have them in a damp, musty basement, especially in a city that has fires here and there, Eventually, it starts uh, it starts getting ruined and it starts uh, crumbling and rotting. And slowly but surely, he writes, They just got less and less and less. And Reb Chaim Berlin, who used to ask, beg him to come see them, he never let him come see them, this Einakul. Until one day, he was asking him to let Reb Chaim Berlin come, on condition that he takes nothing home. And this Reb Melikovsky was allowed to come with Reb Chaim Berlin to come see them. And this, this Einakul schlepped out a big bag of um, Ksavim, and he says, We opened it up. We found many Chiburim that were arranged on Harbe Mesechdes, Meis Hagritz from Rabitzel Velazhener. Void Harbe Ksavim and other Ksavim Bechlal. And then he says, He allowed us Bekoishi, in other words, it was uh, not easy. He allowed, allowed us to take home for a certain amount of time. A sefer on Masech to Psachim, the Rebitzel of Elazhner wrote, and he said it was a certain day that he allowed us to take it, and on that day he came and he took it back. So it seems that there may have been a lot of Ksavim that were not burnt, and they were just being hoarded by this Einikol, both from Reb Chaim Velazhner, so last week we come out of nothing from Reb Chaim and from Mitzvah Velazhner as well. Now Rebitzel was also a Gadol in Teres Hanistar. Um, if you learn Nefesh HaChayim, there's Hagoyis there, especially in the Shar Aleph. There's for sure Aderach Kabbalah. A Talmud of Rabbi Itzel named Rabbi Nachman Ruven Mayravitz has a sefer called Chelkas Ruven. 
And in there, some of the drushes are in Yiddish. And this one's punct in Yiddish. And he writes that 62 years ago, I learned in Valazhin, and then there was a drought, and Rabbi Yitzchak made a tainus because of this drought. The take of Shehischalivchais, and the minute he started to cry, Yoragashem, it started to rain. Rav, a lot of rain. In a short amount of time, we had all that we needed, and then and then the rain stopped um, and did not continue. Now he also says another, um, he says another, um, another, another mice over there. He says there were two Bachrim um, Iluyim that were, um, they, they were sick. I think it sounds like they had epilepsy. And he gave them Kameis, and they got better. And uh, he writes, the Seder, I guess Rebitzel wrote Kameis, the Seder of writing Kameis was, he would write it on a Yom Shaltainis, I guess he would fast, then he would go to the Mikvah, then he would go to the Kever of Rebchaim Velazhener, Rebchaim Velazhener, by the way, his Kever, I didn't say this last week, had an oil on it in the beginning, um, and then he, after Kever of Rebchaim Velazhener, he would again, and then he would write it. Now these two Bachrim afterwards went to learn in a different place, and the Rav of that city wanted to see what was in the command, he opened it up, and all was written in it was Yitzchak ben Chaim Nefesh Nana. Yitzchak ben Chaim Nefesh Nana answer this Nefesh. And the minute it was opened, the epilepsy returned in the Rav's house. They had an epileptic attack, and they went back to Rabitzel, Rabitzel, and he, he, they told him that, you know, the epilepsy came back. So he said to them, probably someone opened the Kamea. He says, I can't help you anymore. Interesting thing. And he writes, the Talmud says, one of these Bachrim was Rableib Gutman, who later on became a Rashiva in Devinsk. He left his mark on the Velazhina Yeshiva. It's Makubal in the Velt. At that time, for sure, that the Jerachim, the Midas of a Velazhiner Talmud, which was Nimos, Manners, Kavod, uh, Glory, Derecheretz, Anivos, Snios, of Tamid of Velazhin, had a certain Arashim uh, 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 to them. So that all came from Reb Itzala. That was Reb Itzala's mark that he left on the Yeshiva. And Rabbi Yosef Slutzker in his Hasbid writes, Mishalei Ra Gaidu Savlanusai, anyone who did not see his Savlanus, his patience, Leroy Savlanus Miyamov, never saw patience in his life. Now it's interesting if you remember in the Shir of Chaim Berlin, um, they say that Rabitzel told Reb Chaim Berlin that you should take one Midah and work on it your whole life, and you should take the Midah of Savlanus. And they said about Reb Chaim Berlin that his Savlanus was Ein Lahafli, was Lahafli, was Ein Lashayer. So it's interesting that's punked Rabitzel's Midah himself of Savlanus. He loved Seder. He was a Seder. There has to be a Seder. Um, if you remember in the Shir of Hashulchan, Nor um, was a big masmid, and he figured out a way to bring a bed into a side room in the yeshiva, so he shouldn't have to go back to the dormitory or to his uh, stancia, wherever he stayed. And when Rabitzel found out about it, he was not happy, and he said, "Take it right out because it's a seder. This is a base medrash building, and not a not a dormitory." Um, Rabitzel in the summer times, the bachrim in the evenings would go out, close their gemaras like bein astarim, and after mincha late in the evening, they would go out to get some fresh air. And there were masmidim who didn't want to leave. Rabitzel would go over to them, he would close their gemaras, and he would send them out, and he said, this seder is for everyone, we don't change it, ubeprat, and especially when it's negiah to health reasons, these are for health reasons, and memela, this was it. Seder is not just during seder, if beinah starim, there's a seder, that's for everyone, even the big masmidim. He was very makmid on uh, health issues. Now, <clears throat> 
If you remember, we said before that Rabbi Yosef Suskatar of Chaim Berlin, the Veld thinks that Yerzeida was just a Chacham Because everything that I said till now is not what Rabitzel was known for. Okay, in the yeshiva they knew him, in the city perhaps they knew him. In the Veld, this is not how they knew him. They knew him because he was um, an Askin for Kla Yisrael. Like Rabbi Yaakov Halevi Lipschitz, the secretary of Rabbi Yitzchak Kochanan, writes, Hagoyin HaChacham HaKailol, Nisi Yisrael, Rabbi Yitzchak Velazhin, Oid Zechroyne Charus Alevav Kalish Yisrael. His memory is still ingrained on every person in Kla Yisrael. Ahavosoy Umesiras Nafshei Ba'adamoy. His love and his mysterious Nafesh for Kla Yisrael. And like his grandson, the one who wrote Aliyah Salio, um, is on the, on the Vilna Gain, and he has another sefer called Plata Seifrim. He writes, he writes, Marchoisni Zakaini, my father in law, my grandfather in law, Hagoin Hagodol Mo'oz La'amai, the one who was the strength for his nation. You see, it's the same Lashon, everyone's calling him this, that this is, he was a brilliant, wise man. He stood in front of Sarim, in front of kings. And in Elias Elio, when he, he puts in a few words, for Yisrael. And Rabbi Yosef Sutzker, his husband writes, Kalan all the people of our country, would be nana from his uh, his his and his taishia from his guidance. Bino gevura, kama yegiyas yoga avura klal. How much toil did he put in for klal Yisrael? Schus harabim tali boy. The schus harabim is tali in him. And Rabbi Yosef Slutzker in another sefer is in Shar Yosef. He calls him Hagoin Hagodom Afursam Karkafta. He's like the skull of Klai Yisrael. Veresh Kalusa. He calls him the Reish Kalusa. Merein Rav Yitzchak. In the Velt, he used to call him Nisi Yisrael. Nisi Yisrael. Someone else called him that. Rabbi Yaakov Alevi Lipschitz also called him that before. Chachima Diudai, the brilliant ones, brilliant of the Jews. Rabbi Dame. He was like the speaker, the representative of his nation. And even in the eyes of the government, in the Tsarist government, he was considered almost like the chief rabbi of Lita and White Russia at the time. And very often he would travel to Petersburg for Klai Yisrael for, uh, to help them out. So he was a very big Isaac in Tzarchei Tzibar. Now these years in Russia were very tough years for Klai Yisrael. This is talking about Tsar Nikolai I. This is in 1827, was the Cantonist um, decree where the Jewish boys have to go to, were chopped off the street to go to the army for 25 years. There were other Gzairists, they didn't let the Jews live anywhere near a border. They would, um, they moved them all around. It was a, a tough time, lots of Gzairists against Klai Yisrael, and Rabitzula was on the forefront of traveling to Petterburg, using his influence for Klai Yisrael, and that's what he was known as in Klai Yisrael. In 1824, the government said that the Volozhin Yeshiva has to close down. Now it's interesting, in 1813, the government in Vilna, which was under the Russia, the Tsarist government, um, gave a letter to Reb Chaim Volozhiner, um, in the name of the the Tsar Alexander, who was the was the one before Nikolai, I think his father, 
And basically, it was a letter of protection to Harav HaGadol de Velazhin. Listen to this. Chaim Itzkovitz. If you remember, we said, when he took on a Russian name last week, Chaim Velazhiner, he called himself Yitzchaki, um, based on his father. And in fact, I saw somewhere even um, Reb Yitzchak was called Reb Yitzchak Yitzchakin. But here they called him Itzkovitz, because Itzkovitz is the, is the uh, I guess, the... the um, the like um, Yiddish uh, way of saying Yitzchaki, Yitzkevitz. <coughs> so they write there from Chaim Yitzkevitz. <coughs> Excuse me. For him and his yeshiva, that the government and the army should spare them and not and not uh, not do anything to them. So even though, even though, um, even though they had this. Uh, this this letter for the yeshiva, but the government, the Zaris government, Tsar Nikolai gave a an order of closing the yeshiva. However, in Velazhin, the government themselves they they didn't really um, enforce it. Um, now we'll see a, a little bit later what happened to that piece of that uh, that uh, letter that he had. Now in Tafresh Dalit, this is very famous. In 1844, the Tsarist government Nikolai decided that they got to get rid of the chadarim and the yeshivas, and they have to make like public schools. And um, that's where the Jews are going to go, and it's Haskala, they're going to become educated, and so on and so forth. And instead of forcing it on them, they got someone named Dr. Max Lilintal, who, um, who he maybe could go, he was a, a reformer, and he would go and be Mashbia that they should accept this. This is good for them, it's good for citizenship, it's good for, for everyone. And he traveled to Vilna, and in Vilna he was not Matzliach, they didn't, they didn't like it. He went to Minsk, he got, he got shouted down there, they called him a traitor, and he had to run out, they almost beat him up, he had to run away in the middle of the night. So he decided, instead of just going to the masses, let him go to Rebitzel Velazhner and convince him. Convince him. So he went to Rebitzel Velazhner, now he himself afterwards emigrated to the United States, he was one of the big reform rabbis, and he actually wrote in his own uh, handwriting, in his own uh, Xaviad, about his... Um, about his experiences in Velazhin. So he came a little bit before Yom Kippur. And I can't go through the whole thing, but basically they came to Kol Nidre, him and Rebitzel. Rebitzel got up to speak by Kol Nidre, and he spoke about the Gemara that says that they made the Kayin make a Shvua that he's going to do everything correctly and not like the Tztukim. And it says the Kayin would cry because they were Chayshed him, and the, the Zakanim would cry that they had to be Chayshed him. And Fractor of Bitzel what's going on over here? How could you be Malbim, Pnei Chaver, Barabim? How could you? He cried because of it. It was so painful. Where is this? In the base Hamigdosh, Erev Yem Kippurim. Doesn't make sense. So Zakter Bitzel, this is what he said in the Drasha. When it comes to a private person, you're right. You're not allowed to be Chayshid him. You have to be done him, Lekavs and so on and so forth. When it comes to a Shliach Tzibur, someone who's re- representing the Tzibur, who's accepting on himself the Avoidus Haklal, not only is it permitted to be chayshin him, a person is mechuyev to check him out and to put him through the ringer to make sure that no takala chas v'shalom will come to Klal Yisrael. The Tzibur did not understand this is, was not his derech. Usually he gives musr and things like that. And Lel Kal Nidre, no one understood well, what was he saying here. Except this Dr. Lilenthal um, understood that it was referring to him. That we have to check him out to make sure he means it, and not for other reasons. So this is what they write. I don't think he himself writes this, but this is what they write. And they say that he got up and he said, I understand the Rav is speaking about me. And he says, I want to make a Shvua. And they say he took out a Sefer Tyre and he made a Shvua, that he really believes this thing, this has, the, making the schools, is really for Tyre's Kla Yisrael. And he says 
they're not going to chaper really with Yados and with Taira. They're going to let us do what we want, just we're going to have other secular things as well. It'll only be good for us. And they really believe that. And he says, if I find out that they really want to chaper with Taira, I'm going to be Masalik from it. I'm not going to be involved anymore. This is what they say. It's a little hard for me to believe all of this. Lamaisa, he was a reformer. He became a reformed rabbi. Shver to say he made a zashvua and, and like that. And now they say that eventually when he went back to Petterberg, he saw that he was wrong. And because of that, he left Russia and went to America. If you look in the secular uh, biographies, you look on Wikipedia, under his name, it says it's very unclear why he left Russia and emigrated to America. But in these told us, they say the reason was because he had harati, got involved, and Mamela, he, he left Russia. So I can't vouch 100% for the story. But, um, but that is what they say. Um, <clears throat> however, Rabitzla, I guess it seems Rabitzla felt there was no other way but to, he was called to a meeting in Petterberg together, him together with the Tzemach Tzedek and some other leaders of Klai Yisrael, uh, Maskanim, <clears throat> together with this Dr. Max uh, Lilenthal. And they went there for a meeting with the government to see if they. Um, should agree to it or should not agree to it. And um, Rebitzel Rabitz was very nervous about the outcome of this meeting. And it seems he told his family to prepare for him a very heavy wool coat because he's afraid he's going to be sent to Siberia to take along with him. I saw somewhere else that it says he took his tachrichim with him. He was afraid that he was going to be put to death. It seems the outcome of that meeting between the Tzemach Tzedek and Rebitzel and the government was that... Um, they agreed to this secularization because they said they felt that if they don't agree to it, so they'd be even more shvar gzeris, more hard gzeris decrees against them, and they had to give in to this. This is what they felt. Rabbi Yaakov Alevi Lipshis in his Sefer Zichron Yaakov, he writes that on the way back from Petterburg, Rabbi Zilla was in Vilkamir for a Shabbos. Rabbi Yaakov was all of five years old there at the time, and he remembers that Rabbi Zilla said, they asked him how it went, and he said, We don't uh, give back news, bad news to people. Halavai, he says, they shouldn't make new gezeris. He says, there's a new wind, a new wind that is uh, blowing here. And we need tvila and rachamim. So it sounds like from that also very similar that it seems he acquiesced to their request, but it was really only because he felt that this was there was no other way to get around it, and it it only would become worse. And in fact, worse. And in fact, this that he said we need tefilas and rachamim in his tefilas. After this story in the yeshiva, he would mamish groan and and krechs and sigh during davening that you were able to hear it in all corners of the yeshiva, and you were able to see the pain that he was dealing with and the anguish that he was dealing with and what was going on with Klai Yisrael at the time. Now, not everybody agreed to this Mahalach. On his way back from Petterberg, he went, he went through Vilna, and he visited Bissal Salanter, and they went into a room together, but outside, people were able to hear. Bissal Salanter was very angry, and he told him, Rabbi Yitzhak, you got to stop what you're doing. This is a Shas Hashman. They're out here to Shmad us. And therefore, everything is Yaharag Valyavar. Even small things are Yaharag Valyavar and Ashas Hashmad. And therefore, we can't give in to anything. So, Yisrael Salanta was very not happy with this uh, Mahalach. Now, <clears throat> on one of his travels to Petterberg, I don't know if it was this meeting or a different one, it wasn't Klar. It seems he might have met with Nikolai, the Caesar, as, the, the Tsar as well, Tsar Nikolai, which was very uncommon for a Jew to have to meet him. 
And they say that years afterwards in his Einiklok's house, you were able to see the beged that he wore, a special a silk, beautiful beged that was very shiny, and part of it was also embroidered with silver. It was very long. It had four corners with tzitzis on it. Um, and um, and it's interesting. I saw the uh, Rebitzela had a close relation, relationship with the Minister of Education. He was the one who really was really, really making these gzeris, but uh, he, he appreciated Rebitzela for who he was. Um, and uh, and actually, at one time, Rebitzel showed him this thing that he, they had that um, from 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 Alexander to spare the yeshiva. That letter that they had, and he asked him if he could put the official royal seal on it, the government seal on it. So now it's not just from the olden days, so to speak. It's even now it has the government seal. <coughs> and even though it didn't make sense for him to do it, but he wanted to find favor in Rebitzel's eyes, so Mamele he did. So then they had this letter of sparing them, not just from the previous Tsar, but they had it actually signed by the current um, current government. He was a Yedea Dover, this uh, minister. Uh, I think his name was Abramov or something. He was a count. And um, when, when he asked Rebitzel, why are you wearing such a chash of a beggar to go to the Tsar? It says, Al-Tishadr b'fnei G'daylem. You're not supposed to show yourself chash in front of G'daylem. And Adarabi says, Chazal tell you that uh, Anius is good for Klai Yisrael. It's a good midah for Klai Yisrael. So why are you coming in looking like such a rich person? So Rebitzel told him, that's good for the reason. He says, our midah is Anius. Armida Zanius, that's the Hidr of Klai Yisrael. So if I don't want to be Mahadr myself, I don't want to show myself glorified in front of the king, so Adarabba, I have to come showing with the most richest type of clothing, most Chashiva type of clothing, because the Hidr for Klai Yisrael is to be poor, he told him. Mashain came wearing rich clothing, that's taken out a Hidr for us. So it's not so much about the king, it's about what's a Hidr for us. And this was a, a, a knech that Rebitzel said that uh, found favor also in the eyes of this uh, minister of education. Lamaisa, these were very hard times these years while he was Rosh Hashiva for him and for the Yeshiva. Like he writes himself in the Akdam of Nevashachayim when he says why he didn't um, print it right away, as we said last week. He said, Bahem Hayroas with an ayin, not Hayroas like it's a special time. Hayroas Shah, it's a bad hour. He says, from the day the crown was lifted, meaning the day Reb Chaim was nifter, um, we didn't see any good things. So he talked about how bad it was, and um, it was a shvara time. And because of number one, he was very busy with Inyani Haklal, always traveling to Petersburg. Number two, Bechlal, it was a hard time for Klai Yisrael, especially when it came to financial things and for food and Anios. So the yeshiva itself wasn't really doing very well during his times, <coughs> not only uh, in quantity but in quality as well. Rebitzel was nifter suddenly in a city called Ivanets, which is about, I don't know, not far from, from Volozhin, on his way back from something to get to the Klal. He was traveling, was Arab Shabbos in the afternoon, Chav of Iyar, Tuf Reish, Tess, and there wasn't time to bring him to Volozhin, so the, he was buried over there. And Rabbi Yosef Slutsker, in his Hespit, he says that really this was the end of a Tkufa. <coughs> Excuse me. He said, We had someone in our dar, the Vilna Goyim. And afterward we had Almida Yagrach. 
And afterwards, Nishar Benoy Reb Yitzchak. We had at least a son Reb Yitzchak. And Kolzman Reb Yitzchak was alive. He says, and Kolzman, he was alive. There was Kilo, his father was alive. And since his father was the Talmud of the of Gagain, it was one long chain that was still here. But also, Lamarim and Reb Yitzchak has left us. The end of the Tkufa of the Goyen Reb Chaim and Reb Yitzchak Velozhner. Tzchusa Yogin Aleinu Vakoy Yisrael. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Kol Tov.